Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, Ball Nation. Welcome to another episode of Believe in Tennessee Football. I'm your host, as always, Kyler Kerberson, joined with Reed Bacon. Got a great podcast, but before we get into that, if you're watching, please like, subscribe, leave a comment, hit that notification bell. If you're just listening, rate and review, download and re-download, leave us five stars. It means so much. Um, if you want to follow us on social media, at Kyler Kerberson for myself, at rbacon26 for Reed, at Believe in Tennessee for our main account on Twitter. Uh, we also have merch, How We Doing Bud t-shirts in orange and in white, so go ahead and check those out. Uh, so on this week's podcast, we're talking Tennessee basketball, the upsets versus Vandy and Missouri, two buzzer beaters in a row, who would have thunk, and a preview into Alabama. What can we do to take down the tide um, to redeem ourselves as a basketball team? So another great pod. Let's jump into it. The game. Snap, the kick is in the air, and the kick this time is no, sir. Reed. No, sir. Reed. Final score. Tennessee 20, Florida 17. Pandemonium reigns. Looks, loads up, fires long for the end zone. The pass is going to be caught on Tennessee. Tennessee wins! by Tennessee to one Jennings. Jennings makes the catch in the end zone on the Hail Mary. What did he do? All he did was score. Joey touchdown on play number one. All right, so before we jump into the podcast, got to shout out our number one sponsor, betonline.ag. It is the place to go for betting. It is your number one source for betting. They have all the odds, all the team totals, all the parlays that you could ever want, and they cover every sport. You got NFL, you got NBA, you got tennis, you got golf, you got baseball, you got everything you could think of. It is the place to go if you're going to bet on anything and make anything exciting. So for first-time signups, go over to betonline.ag, and for a 50% welcome bonus, use promo code BELIEVE. B-L-E-A-V at checkout and receive that 50% welcome bonus. Bet online where the game starts. All right. Welcome in, everybody. I uh, got another great podcast for you. Um, talking a lot of Tennessee basketball. Uh, but before we do any of that, Reed, how are we doing, bud? Happy Valentine's Day, Kyler. <laughs> Will you be my Valentine? I've been I've been your Valentine since the day we locked eyes on each other at Knoxville Catholic in biology class. <laughs> well, check, ironically check, enough, in biology class. Technically, if you want to know the real first time was in the old weight room because we have a <clears throat> we have a new weight room that they've built since we've been you know I guess in twenty. 20- or 2009, but it was a good old, uh, I guess, 2007. Yeah. When were you a freshman? Were you a freshman in 2007? Yes. yes. So I do so, believe it was, yeah, it was uh, seven, eight. That's when I was freshman a freshman. No, no, because we won the state championship in eight. Yeah, it was my sophomore year. So it was the 2008 fall. So when so was your like, first I was a year? freshman in 2007 fall, 2008 spring. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I remember being in there working out on this side of the squat rack with two other of my buddies in our grade. You know, you work out with kind of like your same same position, you know, kind of the same size. So, you're, you know, you don't have to shed all these bunch of weights that are different. And yeah. then on the other side of the squat rack was you. And we were over there giving you a hard time <laughs> messing with you. And that was the first time I met old old Kyler as he was over there grinding. And then we hit it off. And uh, 
biology class. But yeah, uh, happy Valentine's Day to you. Um, I'm just glad. I'm just glad you're not saying Valentine's with an M. Why? Because people because do that. People say all the time that they don't even realize that it's not with an M. That it's an N. Valentine's Day. Yeah. Well, you know what? People aren't very smart, so <laughs> there are. Yeah. The, the, the so are you? Are you? Are you and the wife uh, celebrating it uh, a little bit later tonight? Am I right? Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. Are you guys? Uh, well, no, we technically kind of celebrated over the weekend. Uh, we took a trip out to California. Um, it was a, I guess, a combo because it, it technically the trip was for my wife's birthday. Um, we booked it around her birthday and then went now. Uh, but it was just nice. When was, like when went, was Brian's birthday? It's um, in October. Oh, okay. So we went um, went over to Los Angeles, went up into Topanga, California. So Topanga is literally just the mountains of Los Angeles. So that's where we. I, I thought it was the girl from uh, Boy Meets it, World. It also is the girl from Boy Meets World. I don't know which one was first, um, <laughs> but the mountains up in there. Uh, we had like a little stay. It, it was very like quiet and nice and we went like hiking trails we went to the getty museum um and looked at art and sculptures and then we went to the rose bowl flea market which is like the like one of the biggest flea markets in the united states and they have it once every month and there's just a ton of stuff you can get and i got some like random clothes i got like a button up and a t-shirt out of there and i bet some, just, i bet some, some cool stuff honestly yeah we we just love thrifting and flea markets and it's just like a fun thing to do on weekends and my wife loves it the most uh so i was like all right here's a here's one of the biggest ones in the country let's go do it <laughs> so she loved it did you go to LA? By the way, the, some of the pictures you sent me were 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 pretty cool. Uh, I thought that was a dope picture, which I haven't told you yet. But the side angle of you out there drinking your coffee, yeah. You know what were you doing standing in the sun? Just were you baking just, in, just getting the rays, baby. That's what I thought. You did not do that as a pick op. Like you did not say, "Hey, give me a picture of this." It just no. was you. She just took that. I just literally walked out there. It was probably like fifty outside, so I like had my hoodie on and everything. And it was like kind of cold. And then I was like, I'm going to go get in the sun. I bet that feels so good. So I literally walked over there and took my shirt off and just stood there. <laughs> you look like a big freaking mammoth over there. Um, but yeah, um, did you go into L.A. at all? You were in the mountains of L.A. Did y'all go down there at all? We did go into L.A. Because you got to get you got to go in there to get to the museum. Um, and then obviously to the Rose Bowl. Uh, and then, uh, you know, we like eight at different places and um what was your favorite meal you had let's see favorite meal i had did you get some dope tacos we didn't get dope tacos we were about to but this one taco place that was close to us was only open three days a week Mm. and um so we didn't go there uh yeah, I wish we would have tried to find something authentic, like I don't know, Mexican style, because it's just so close. Right. Uh, but I don't think we ended up doing that. Um, so, what was your favorite meal then? I I had a pizza while I was there. <laughs> I mean, it Chocolate. wasn't like it wasn't anything special. Uh, we also got uh, uh, free and body scrubs. So they scrub off all your dead skin on your body, and it's freaking incredible. You feel good? Yes. Felt great. And people are like, oh, be careful. Like, it's kind of rough. Like, it's hard on your skin. I was like, come on, bring it on. I'm like, go harder, baby. Go harder. Get it all off. It was fantastic. Was something like that even expect? Like, because I'm a big, like, you know, I love massages. I love going to stretch fusion here and getting just stretched out and just, you know, I'm all about the pampered life, but like those can be somewhat expensive, but it was, I don't feel like that was that expensive. No, it really wasn't. Um, I think 
for like a 45 minute session, it was like 70 bucks or something. That's not terrible. Like it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't bad at all. So, and they had like a steam room and a sauna that you could get in before. Right. So I, I loved that just sitting in the steam room um, and stretching. So, but yeah, it was great. Fantastic trip. Glad to be back. Um, I always feel like out of control when I'm not, not at home and not at work and like, Oh gosh, like everything is kind of leaving me. Um, Here, if you guys can hear the meeping in the background. Whoa. Meow. It is from the Goldie Hawn. Look at Goldie. What are you doing, sweet girl? Such a good girl. Um, we just got them locked up in the in the office area right now because we just got some new plants and they're very, very curious. And we need to introduce them to the plants in a way that they don't want to eat the plants. Yeah, so they don't want to tear the hell out of them. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. they're in the office with me right now. Um, well, that's awesome. I'm glad you guys went out there. And I was going to tell you to buy me something cool if you found any dope dope clothes because i'm guessing there are some pretty cool stuff yeah there was i got i got this like oversized t-shirt uh wilson athletic wear like oversized t-shirt and like a green button up i love green um definitely my favorite color uh and then i got a cool like la dodgers hat it was just la and it's it's yellow Mm. um but it's uh it's like how how do I explain it? It's almost like um, are those corduroy pants that have like oh, a line? I, it, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what that's what it's like. So I was like, oh, this is dope. I bet. Did they have besides just all the LA teams? They I'm had a good amount of the LA teams, and I was I was What's looking that? through. What'd you say? They had a good amount of LA teams. There. That's what I'm saying. Besides the LA teams, did they have any other teams? They had random like. They had some LSU stuff because it's purple and, you know, gold. So it kind of matches Lakers. Uh, but then they had like – there was one booth that had a bunch of T-shirts that had a lot of, a lot of Michael Jordan T-shirts. So it's like Bulls stuff. Um, I, I did that. find one Tennessee shirt, and it was a medium. Um, and it was just like the, the helmet with like a little circle around it, like 1998 National Champions – but there was a big old stain in the middle, and it was a medium. But if I would have found one that fit, yeah, I even with stain, it up. yeah, even with stain, I would have taken. But we're both XL, so exactly. Mediums, you haven't hey. seen me. You haven't seen medium in a long time. Well, I haven't seen a medium since I was like ten. I know I haven't seen medium <laughs> since freshman year of high school. So still pretty long time for me too. <laughs> We're just, bunch, we're just a bunch of jokes. It's not boys. a competition. It's not a competition. <laughs> well, man, I'm I'm glad you guys had a good time. That's it's fun to go out there and see it. Like I said, some of the pictures that you sent were were cool. So, um, and then I had a great weekend. Um, it was my first time in TBA, which kind of for the year. Excuse me, for the year, for the year. But um, <laughs> yeah, it was a great time. Um, you know, and this is a great this is a great transition into our first talking point. Your your trip to TBA this past Saturday, balls yeah, versus and it, you Missouri. Know, yeah, and you know what's funny about it is, <clears throat> it's uh, I don't know why, I don't know why, I don't know why, but it just amazes me when I go to an event. I'm like, golly, I forgot how good these fans are, and it's like you know, coming after we're going to talk Vandy, and we're going to talk Vandy, we're going to talk Missouri, we're going to talk Bama, um, and it's like you know, I'm, I'm at trivia the other night and uh or two two Wednesdays ago and I'm sitting there and I'm watching the Vandy game while we're doing trivia and you're kind of checking the score and then it's closer than we would have hoped towards the end. It's like, all right guys, like let's put this away. And you're like, damn, like I just gotta straight up focus on this game. And trivia kind of ended. So we were getting to watch like the last four or five minutes. And then you're Those just like four or five minutes. <laughs> and you just you just get that feeling in your in your stomach and like, you know, I love I, I call him Toby, but Tobey. So I love Tobey, and I'm watching him battle, watching him fight. And then I thought the play design that Rick drew up or whoever – excuse me. I just got done eating a smoothie bowl. 
God, sorry. So whoever drew that play, the play up where it was an inside out, and we got Vescovi, the or Vescovi, aka Vescovi, the wide open three in the in the Vandy game. And so what it was, it was just a thing of beauty. It was like worked it in from the top, and then they the guy helps slides down, kick it back out to Santi, drills a three, and it's like okay you know what it's like we're the better team we mm-hmm. need it here let's let's go ahead and hit this shot let's do what we need to do and so it was a great play design it was awesome to see that in for me as a barnes frustrator as as <laughs> i am i one of these that get frustrated with him it was like okay this is the end of the game and i felt like we kind of clutched up that's nice to see and then the wheels absolutely fall off we go down there and stop them but then after we stop them we have another beautiful play design and we get Julian Phillips with the ball going to the baskets, just dunk it. I know there's, you know, 13, 14 seconds left, but if you dunk it there and I get, you want to run the clock out and yeah, that would be the great thing to do to kind of run around chew the clock up. They foul you hit two free throws. But when you have a wide open dunk, you have to take the dunk and make it a two possession game and make it, make it four points with 14 seconds and just it's the smart play but then he because doesn't. it's because it's again it's like you have the 14 seconds you think okay if i make this and i can't keep the clock moving but if you make it you at you add their time needed at the moment they only needed um, the amount of time it takes them to get down the court and score now right. they need the amount of time it takes them to get down the court and score twice right right so it's like Yes, you're you're not getting like the extra two to three it's, seconds, maybe after the dunk that you know you're running around a little bit, but that's not worth two possessions, right? And so it's funny. It's like most of the time in games, if I'm a when I'm a fan of of whatever basketball team I'm watching, whether it's uh, the the Vols or whether it's the Memphis Grizzlies or whether it's the team I have money on, and it's like if they're losing, I do want them. Like I don't. Um, and plus, not and plus. Think about it like this: If if Vandy, if we score, we, we get that dunk. Vandy automatically has to be like, okay, we need to draw up something, we need to make something well, happen, and they'll might mess up because they're trying to force something. Well, that's where I was. That was literally the point that I was about to make. Is like when I'm watching one of my teams that are down, I'm always the guy that's like, extend the game, extend the game, except meaning if you're down four, if you're down five. Do not be the guy that goes down there and chucks up a three. Like work your offense, get a good shot. And even if you're down, you know, you know, three, four, five, like get a two, make them hit their free throws. And especially so it was like if Julian makes that dunk, yeah, it's extending the game for Vandy. And, you know, no, no foreshadowing foreshadowing, but we're not that great at our free throws. But it's like I still agree with you there that it's you're not making it a three possession game you're making it a two possession game unless you're an absolute idiot and fouling on a made three which Tobey had fouled someone earlier uh, but yeah it's like for me it's like it's like Julian doesn't dunk it after Julian doesn't dunk it then we run another good play to get it in but then we get to Santi he misses and it's just like you know when you don't close games out you leave opportunities and that is exactly what they did back to back weeks and I was sitting there in trivia, and it was a great play design. And once again, not to knock on beat up Santi again, but like there was no reason at all for him to leave his man. And and I I was sitting with people, and I said it. So it's not like I'm playing hindsight twenty twenty, but like Double Z had good defense. And the thing is, is like you know, the one thing that you can't give up is a three. So it's like for me, if I'm the coach, it's like I seriously what I'm saying is I'm like Learn all right, play good defense. Well, 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 right. But what I'm going to say is, guys, play good defense. But like, move, like if you got a guy driving in on you, move your legs, play good defense, and go straight up because I don't want an and one and go to the line or anything like that. Like I'm almost saying, like I was saying about the Auburn game, like you're almost doing a little bit of a drive by. Like let them get a shot up. If they make it, they make it. They miss, they miss. Great, but don't don't foul. Don't do something stupid. So Double Z had great. Uh, defense and it was going to be a decently contested layup and Santi just flies in there nice, and, dude. and just leaves Buddy wide open and then kudos to Buddy for making the shot. 
So what happens and like, once again, like, I guess the good thing about me not being as invested this year is like, I wasn't super upset. I was like, dang, like, that's kind of stinks. It's annoying. But like, you know, I just started laughing at Vandy, like rushing the court with like three people. Um, and then, but, but, but I think then you fast forward to the Missouri game. So, or, or, or excuse me, then you continue on to the to Missouri game. And so I go to TBA and I'm like, man, we just came off a heartbreaker loss you know, but the place is packed and it's loud. And I've seen some stuff on Twitter about how um, how maybe TBA, they need to do, you know, some of the old heads and the boosters and some of those on each sidelines that they're not loud and it's not a good, uh, you oh, know. I, yeah, I've, yeah, I've kind of seen that too, where it's just you, you see a lot of white hair that's sitting down. They're not standing. Yeah, they're not. And, and yeah. And people on Twitter are getting mad about it and saying, like, hey, like, you know, it doesn't make for as good of an atmosphere. For, like, example, when we lost to Florida, and I said it on here, like, that Florida atmosphere was sick. Like, they got the students all the way around. So that is cool. But, like, two things. I like, And I saw someone tweet at, at, at Danny White and was like, hey, you need to put uh, students on, like, the first couple rows all the way around. Now, if there was a way to do it and you have your big money people on court side and then you're – you know, your first two rows behind them are students, and then you can put kind of still, and it's still a good seating. I don't know how that would work with those students standing. But to be honest with you, Kyler, like, I've been going to basketball games there for a long time, and when it's packed, it is a great atmosphere every time. I like that the rat – not to say that I wouldn't like the students on the sides. I think it would be great. But, like, I think the Rocky Top – I think the Rocky Top Rowdies are, are, are great where they are, and I think it looks – I think it looks good when they're on those backsides. Um but I just had been hearing that, like, these people are complaining about Rocky Top or about uh, about um, TBA, like, not being as loud and not people not standing and cheering. Bro, I, I think it was great. And I'll tell you this. I think it was good from the onslaught. I mean, I mean, the game was like, oh, gosh, I don't know. I mean, it was maybe, like, literally three minutes in and, like, the score's like, nine to eight. And there's a bad call, and I kid you not, the whole place came uncorked. And I and I and and I was sitting there, and I was like just laughing, bro. I was like, dude, these people are in it, bro. Like, I mean, we're we're three minutes Committed. in the game, and it's like so, yeah. And um, you know, so I TBA is undefeated, Vol Nation's undefeated. I don't know why it surprises me, but it does, and and it shouldn't have. But a great atmosphere to be in there after a tough loss. And I leave that game, Kyler. Like I was sitting there. And um, I got this feeling during that game of, of taking me back to about 2012, 2013, 2014 of my Memphis Grizzlies playing Golden State Warriors when Steph and Clay and the Splash Bros were really coming on and how tough it was for us to play our grit and grind with Zebo and Mike and Tony Allen and and Paul Gas- and, and uh, Mark Gasol. And it's like because you have to really grind it and earn it and we work the clock and then we get a nice two. And then the Splash Bros go down and they chuck up a three. And it's like, you, you you can't keep chasing threes and twos. And I really felt like that's what Tennessee was struggling with in that game because I felt like Tennessee had good defense. And even though Missouri shot the lights out, like, you can't do much if you're here and your hand's in a guy's face. Like, if he makes a shot, he makes a shot. And that's why I tweeted out, like, it's tough to beat a team when they're 50% from three and 50% from field goal. And and I was happy that, like, you said it too. Like, hey, I think they're playing good defense. They're just making shots. But I just I, – I, I looked up one time at the scoreboard, and it's, and we're losing 30 to 44. And I'm like, holy shit, this is a 14-point game. And, like, it kind of happened like that. And I didn't feel like Tennessee was playing that bad. I didn't feel like they were playing that bad on defense. And sometimes we had some really good offensive possessions. But a, it's just a two, or b, we missed a good open shot, which has kind of hampered us for a couple of weeks now. Where Olivier gets in, or or well, someone yeah. else. Well, yeah, I mean, like the past four games, our average points per game is like sixty six. Like the previous ten before that was seventy five. So it's like we were actually scoring in the eighties and seventies consistently, and then we hit Florida, and it was just like, what's going on with the offense? I mean, they still ended up scoring eighty five versus Missouri. But it still very much felt like, you know, we're still 40-something percent from the floor. It's not it's not what you need. It's not it's not what's going to work. And going into Alabama, they're like number six in the country in points per game. So it's like something's got to give here. Right. And, and, and for, like, I just wasn't 
I wasn't mad about the game. Like when I saw when I looked up, and I said, "All right, we're down 14. I was like, "I, I think the boys make a comeback." You know, I don't, I don't know exactly how much, but I was like, "We're not, we're not getting blown out." I think they'll make a comeback, and and they did, which was great. But for me, it was like, it's just one of those things that's frustrating. It's like you're playing good defense. You know, offense is fine. You're getting some good shots. They're not falling. There were a couple of possessions I wasn't happy with. But then, Kyler, like, there were some possessions on on uh, offense, the ones that I wasn't happy with, or when we get to the rack, and I mentioned this once before, and we want to make the extra pass. It's like you yeah, already beat the, the, the it, dump it, around just, the guy that's guarding. Or, or, or the dump around or the kick way back out. I mean, there was one time that uh, Double Z – and Tyreek uh, Tyreek Key get to the basket and beat their man and have like a little 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 eight foot bunny or a layup and they kick it back out. Now one time I yelled in TBA and I got mad about it, but I look like an idiot because we kicked it back out to Tyreek after he passed up. He drove in. He drove in. He beat his man. I'm like, take your little like little eight footer there. He passes it. And I'm like, what are you doing? You've already done the hard part. Well, then he goes back out there. After he kicks it out, he goes back to the three. Someone kicks it back to him. He makes a three. So I'm like, all right, well, you know, it is what it is. But but you get my point. Good job. And that's but but and that's where I got frustrated. But to 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 kind of finish up the Missouri game is like we lose on a buzzer beater, and I'm not even that mad. It's like, you know, it's back-to-back buzzer beaters. You can't really believe it. And when when Santi misses the front end or excuse me, he misses the first one. And then we have a lane violation and it's like, we're just finding ways to choke it. I was like, dude, we're going to lose this game. And I kid you not. It was, I had, we had good seats, you know, it was like, you know, lower bowl, but slightly to the corner. So it was like, I can see it happening. Cause it's coming like where they hit the shot was kind of like, like goals here. I'm here. And so I see it. I'm like, dude, he's a, they're about to, cause all night they were just drilling these threes and he pulls up. I'm like, Oh my God, this is about to go in. And, and he buries it. And like, it, I just like, almost, it was still a heave to... though. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't like a great three pointer. It was a heave. No. Yeah, it was. No, he pulled up. I mean, he literally pulled up like Steph Curry range, but he didn't like shoot it. Like he didn't shoot it normal. Like Steph can pull up from back there and just shoot a normal stroke. Like he did like the kind of running lean, like, shoot it and then kind of stand like see what happens but like he buried it and it was so funny because tba immediately just went dead silent and everyone didn't like it wasn't even like people that mad or anything they were just like oh of course here we go and they just started walking out so yeah. it wasn't even like this like booing or yelling it was just like well, oh w. well i think the uh i think the buzzer beater versus vandy kind of set that up to where people were like you gotta be fucking shitting me like there's no yeah. way this happened twice in a row like that like i it it is so aggravating, obviously, because you're just like, okay, if they, you know, one guy misses a shot, then it's a totally different game. On the same side, you're kind of like, what? What are we supposed? Like, what are you going to do about that? Like, it's like, obviously, there's things that you could have adjusted throughout the game, but it's like, I mean, it's a buzzer beater, dude. Like, like no one, people don't. This doesn't happen to teams multiple times. The teams don't get their court rushed multiple times a year. Teams don't get beat on buzzer beaters multiple times in a year. It's like a very weird and strange occurrence, which makes it feel like I'm in this twilight zone of like what happened to the basketball team. Like before, before me and you got into it and got like really excited about it, they were a good team. Just think about if the Auburn guy would have got the call. That would have been three games that they lose basically at the end of the regulation if that guy gets that call and makes his makes his shots or whatever happens. And so I, my my it's just weird though because I like wasn't even like like I said I wasn't that mad. It was just almost one of those things like you just laugh about and like of course I want to beat Vandy and of course I want to beat Missouri and, uh, and and all that stuff. But but really but really for me is like I'm more like not only because they're number one. But because, like, it's just Bama. So, it's like, you know, I, I don't like losing to Florida. I don't like losing to Kentucky. You know, Vandy's just so irrelevant that it's like it is what it is. But, like, I'm juiced for, for tomorrow. Like, I'll, I'll be in there in TBA and, like, it's it's going I'm it's going to be rocking. I know it will be, even with the two heartbreakers. Like, it's going to be rocking. It's going to be loud. But, like, yeah. I just want to win tomorrow just because it's Bama. Kind of knock them off their high horse. 
But another reason that you can't be that upset about this year is because, like, every time you look up, someone's losing. Every, every, like, I just turned on last night, and Texas was number six, and they lose to Texas Tech. But then, like, Kansas is losing to multiple games. You got Purdue that loses. I mean, Bama, Bama got their butts absolutely whipped by a terrible, by a terrible, terrible Oklahoma team like two weeks ago. So it's like that's just the parody in college basketball this year. And for me, it really is like, yes, I want to, I want to win. Like, I will definitely want to win tomorrow night way more than I cared about the Missouri game. But like, it's almost like I've already said it once. I'll say it again. Like, I, I'll just wait to watch us in the tournament and like. See what happens. You know exactly. what I mean? Because it because it doesn't matter if you are SEC regular season champs. Like it literally does not. Like how many times do they match up? Like there are so many times where they win the regular season and then lose in the SEC tournament. So it's like that. It's okay if you lose SEC games, and like you said, the parody. Like I, I really want to see. How, like what's the record for the amount of different number one teams throughout oh, the year. But yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. I mean, early. like we, like this year might be very close to it. Cause I, I mean, I think North Carolina was there for a second. Uh, Gonzaga was there. Uh, Arizona was there. Uh, I mean, it's just, it's just been yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I just, uh, that's why and it'll make I mean, listen, man, the tournament's usually always great. I mean, it's usually always fantastic. This year should be no exception with all the all the parody. But the one thing that left me happy about the Missouri game is like I was very impressed. And it's just amazing, bro. It's like when shots just fall. Like, you know, like you can always count on Tennessee playing good defense. Yeah. Like when shots, when shots fall, like it you look like a completely different team. And the thing is, it's like Tennessee in in multiple games that I in the in the games that I have watched, they it's not like they're taking horrendous shots or like having all these boneheaded turnovers or just like miscommunication on defense. It's like you know they just you know they don't that they're just not hitting pretty open looks. You know whether it's an open three or whether it's I mean in Kentucky, bro, how many layups? I think in the last five minutes in the Kentucky game, they missed like four layups. It's like that sometimes the ball just doesn't bounce your way. And yeah, I think and only- I, and honestly, like when you talk about that, like missing those shots, like I feel bad for Vescovy, like Visco, like, you know, in his head, there is that small part of him. Like, shit. Like I didn't make my free throws versus Fanny. Then I come off of my guy and he makes it. Then I have a chance at a three while we're already up three i think at that point i think it was like 83 to 80 and he misses it and it's like it's like oh my gosh dude like what like what is his mind right now where he's like literally if i just make my shots right there at the end we're fine we're 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 going to win the game he stepped up to the line though late in the game in missouri and and hit his you know hit uh i don't know if he hit two or at least one but he went up stroked it it was nice confident stroke and then it's yeah when the, then the game's on the line again and it's just like like I said he mi- he missed the first one technically he did miss the second one but like the second one didn't matter because and and as much as I love Tobey and I'll give Rick credit he played Toby a lot Tobey a lot of minutes which mm-hmm. he deserved and dang it man he you you can win with that guy he takes one or two bad possession or one one or two bad shot selections a game, but this one in Missouri, he took a bad one, but he got his own rebound and put it back. So it was nice to see that. Um, I, I, you know, I just, it was nice to see BJ Edwards in there. I was kind of surprised when I looked up and I saw him, I guess that was just Rick being so frustrated with the, everybody. He just said, damn it, get in there. And like, yeah. Um, hey, somebody go give me some points. <laughs> yeah. And, and double Z was, uh, you know, if I'm not, not mistaken, but he was in some foul trouble, which he, he did ended up fouling out, but yeah. Um, but BJ looked good while he was in there. I was I was happy with basically everything he did except one time freshman move or inexperienced move. He drives and then picks his dribble up and gets stuck. But it wasn't a big deal. It wasn't a turnover or anything. But um, it was yeah, it was good to see him in there. And I uh, don't want to sound like the a sheet, but like I was actually really really happy and just really proud how they fought back. They played great defense. They turned that great defense into offense. And that was the Tyree key that I, I I tweeted, but like that's the guy I thought that we were going to be having all year, like where he was going to have multiple 14, 18, 
he jump up to 26 one week and then at least 12. And like, I just thought he was going to be very consistent for us and a consistent score. And mm-hmm. I, you know, maybe that's why Rick's been saying, bro, just pull, just start pulling shots, man. Just like start. Yeah. I mean, shots. sometimes it is like just get more shots up and you will start to get into a rhythm. You'll start to make those shots. And sometimes guys don't even like trust themselves to make those shots. So it's like, Hey, like I, I believe in you go out there and shoot especially especially early in a game like when you know two possessions get you a lead like really easily and not it's not so stretched out towards like the end of the game like get your rhythm in get your rhythm going i feel like there's a lot of guys that like i mean maybe hesitant like like you said the the extra pass right um or like guys that literally have like hey you you made your guy miss in a way to where it gave you some room to shoot and you still don't shoot. And it's like, are, are you doubting yourself in like literally in, in that moment, doubting yourself? Like, I'm not going to be able to make this. I got to give it to somebody else to make. Um, And, and like, yeah, if miss, everyone, if miss. everyone's, you know, not, if everyone is not confident in themselves, then no one's going to be confident. In the Like, it's just like a vicious cycle. I, yeah, I don't. I don't think that. I, I I would almost bet a lot of money that everyone on that team is very confident in themselves and confident in taking a shot throughout the game. Now, I'm not saying last minute or or stepping up to the line like Santi's had to. I'm not. I'm not saying a situation like that. But like, yeah. it's almost like they're just trying to be too good of a teammate. Like they're being just too unselfish compared to really mattering about their confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, but but another thing is too like Triple J didn't play that game. And there's times where it's like I felt like we have too big of a rotation. You know, you got you got ten, which means you don't really have any compared to if you just had five or six. It's like we'll really let them get their minutes and get their points up. It's like you know Tyreek knows that you know if Triple J's not in, that's one less guy that might be coming in. Or I'm just using Tyreek as an example because he's the one that filled it up. But yeah. like going into tomorrow's game, if you don't have Triple J again, and then if if Julian Phillips isn't in there, it's like Okay, Santi, like, okay, Tyreek, like, you okay, know, okay, okay, Olivier, get your get your shots up here. Like it, you know what I mean? And it was um another thing too is like watching Missouri, and I think we're gonna see this a lot in tournament time against us, especially if we're kind of missing bunnies and missing shots. But like Missouri ran the a zone against us, and I thought it was smart. Um Julian had a bad turnover trying to get it into Olivier because, of course, man, just stick with fundamentals like pump one way and bounce pass in. He doesn't bounce pass in. I thought when Olivier did get it inside, he turned around and like would even take a, you know, a nice little confident shot where he would put it on the ground once and kick it back out. So it's like, you know, if those teams run the zone because we're not hitting our outside shots and they're just, you know, daring us to take like get that in, that first entry pass is the most important. Once you get that in, then you can kind of work everything else. But you know the key. The key to tomorrow, uh, you know, shocker and and no news flash here. But TBA is going to be huge tomorrow. That place really has to get rock, rocking. Um, yeah, the defense is there. You you and I know, like you sitting here now, like they're going to play good defense. So it's like I just think if they go out and just kind of play free and play, you know, they're playing the number one team at home. Like kind of just go let it go let it fly. You know what I mean? And like I, you don't I feel have anything like, to lose. Like no, yeah, like he, everyone is expecting you to lose this game because of your previous, you know, four out of the last, like three out of the last four, hell, four out of the last four because that Auburn game. But no one is expecting you to lose, so to literally just go out there and give it all you got. Uh, I, I do think that the fact that we're at home, they're going to checker TBA. Uh, I think that's going to make a difference. You know, we saw what an away crowd can do to Alabama when they played Oklahoma. Uh, so, I, 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 and you said it earlier today when we were talking. It, we somehow just beat or get close to the teams we're not supposed to. No, no one's expecting. Those are the games we do the best. That's why we beat a Memphis and then lose to a Vandy the next day. That's why we beat a Texas and lose to a Florida. And I say, I could easily see us winning Alabama and whoever's next losing. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, yeah, you're right. I said it today. It's like someone we were talking with, and this is he's like the third person that we've talked with. It's like, oh, we're going to get 
trounced or Bama's going to whip us. I'm like, no, they're not. Like, like we've 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 gotten two heartbreakers that would that we've lost. Like, yeah, we maybe haven't looked great on offense on some of those. But like this is the game where we don't have Triple J and we might not have someone else and we're gonna go in and we're gonna end up beating them or it's gonna be like yeah. a really good game. I will be legitimately shocked if we walk out of there tomorrow or if I walk out of there tomorrow and they've handled us. I really will be. I, I listen. I I I love Nate Oates. I think he's an awesome coach. I think it really stinks having to watch Brandon Miller as a Nashville guy go and just be probably the best one of the best players in the nation, but definitely the best probably probably freshman in the in the nation it's like how do we not get a kid that's two and a half hours down the road now i get it we got julian phillips and i may have said this on the pod once already but like i did once i heard about both of them i went and looked and like julian phillips was 15th overall in the nation and brandon miller was was 18th you know what i mean so it's like i guess barnes thought that he was getting the better player but like when you look and i've got their stats pulled up and i knew he was averaging you know 18 but he's almost at 19 he's 18 point eight but then hell he re- he's 18 or he's uh eight rebounds a game i mean very close to averaging a double double or very close to averaging 20 a game yeah I mean, he's a all over the place like, i mean can you imagine how nice it would be and like i'm not taking a shot at all of them and i know someone's i've, I've heard many people have said this i was talking to a buddy the other week and he was saying like any of our five stars that come in they're not legit five stars like they're not one and done guys i would come back and say that I think Kennedy Chandler was. I mean, he did go one and done, but, like, I do think he was as good as advertised. Now, I don't feel that way with Triple J. I don't feel that way um, with uh, Scotty Hobson. Don't feel that way really about Tobias. Tobias was one and done, and he was good. But I will always say Tobias was the weirdest good player ever because he would, like, get a little put back and then get a layup and then, like, you know, he maybe hit like one 18 footer, but then he missed a couple shots. And then it's just like, got some free throws and you look up and he's got like 22. And it's like, what? Like, how'd that happen? Yeah. You know, it's, you know, so it was never like this high. Never felt like he controlled the game. Yeah. Or right. Like right. It wasn't made it, it wasn't, his. Yeah. It wasn't like a couple pull up threes and then like drive by and smash on dunk on somebody. It wasn't just like this overwhelming just taking over a game. So yeah. um, it stinks that a guy in our own state, you know, is now doing that for a rival and, and he's doing well. Yeah, so it's I mean, good. But, but I'm excited. Selfishly, I'm excited to, to watch him play. But listen, I think tomorrow, I'm not even going to say the key is, I, I think they've been running pretty good offensive stuff. Now it's just all about just making the shots when they're there. And I would say play play a little bit more selfish. Like don't don't have to make the extra, extra pass. Like if you got a if you got a wide open shot, pull it. Yeah, because I like I went back and tried to watch like the Alabama Oklahoma game just to like see okay what did Oklahoma do to try and take advantage of them and I felt like Oklahoma was able to drive to the basket very well like it w- they were able to get to the basket and and get in the lane which like Zakai Viscovi like let like let's do that let's get to the lane and shoot ourselves let's not do the extra pass let's shoot ourselves. <laughs> Um, which they can definitely do, which, which, Hey, guess what? Even if you don't make it, maybe they foul you, man. Like maybe you go to the free throw line and you're our best two free throw shooters. So you can do something with that. And then on the other side, like Alabama loves using big guy down low. They, they, they like their length a lot because they have a lot of it. Um, So I, I feel like, the inside, the middle, the underneath the basket kind of stuff on defense is going to be big for us. If we yeah. can prevent that, if we can make them have to make outside shots, then it's going to be a lot better defensively for it. Obviously, like our defense is top in the nation, so it's not like a big worry. But that was just something that I thought I saw was like, Okay, they like it inside. They like the big men inside. They like they like to get him the ball, and if he doesn't make it, he gets fouled. And he shoots. And I'm sure that they'll look back and see, oh, look at this big guy for Florida. Look what he did. You know, look at like look at these big guys that have, that have done work on Tennessee. And that's what they're going to try and do. So it's just like understanding that and knowing that and seeing that and being able to take advantage of it. Yeah. And you know me, I've been, I, I say it all the time. Like if my team's down one, down two, and we got a guy that plays hero ball and, and dribbles back there and chucks up a deep three for the win. I lose my mind because I'm always saying 
get to the basket because it's a high percentage shot. And if you don't make it, there's a really good chance you're going to get fouled and go to the line. So I, I love the drive in. I love the drive in and kick out, but that's another thing about these games I've been watching is we do drive in. Now, Santi's just not very fast. Like it just athletically, he's not quite there and he'll beat a guy because he's got that little, uh, He's got that little like Luke. He's got that little Luca or Manu in him, where he's not super athletic, but he can make a move and make a step and make a ball fake and get somebody by somebody. But then he stops, like he doesn't go all the way into finish, so he's not necessarily a great finisher. Which is one thing that I thought Kennedy Chandler was great at, like he yeah. the that. But like for this team, I really do feel like if Triple J or Julian are not going to the rack, then the really the only person that we have is Double Z, and like as good as he is at it. He's not great, and he is smaller. Like he's not. He, he we even you know with with him and Kennedy's size. Like Kennedy, Kennedy was a much better finisher. But it's like I agree with you, and that's one thing that frustrates me when I watch the past two games. And that's one thing I do want to see tomorrow. Like if you get in there, you don't have to pass it out every single time. So, exactly. Just finish I, yourself. Got, man, I've got our stats pulled up, and it's tough to see this. Like, like I said, you think you got you know, eight, nine good options, but it's like sometimes you don't have – I mean, Santi's our leading scorer with 12 a game and then double Z's at 10, Olivier's at 10. I mean, dude, that's just bad. 12, 12 a game. Well, 12 and then 10. And then so our third our third leading scorer is at 10, and then that drops off to, you know, Triple J, like supposed to be a leader who's – you know, I know he's had some injuries and stuff, but nine, nine and – 9.5 a game like that's just that's just that's just not great hell i hate seeing tyree key at eight a game that's you know i don't i just don't love that and then you I mean, go it to feels the like it feels like middle school numbers you know, know what i mean and, like like kids in high school average way well like I, I i just i don't know like i just like it sounds like middle school ball you got a bunch of guys averaging 10 points well and then the three point i mean santi's 35 percent, but then after then Z double Z's 31. Now I will say Z's might be 31 from three. He usually seems to always hit a pretty clutch one a game. Yeah. Um, you know, Olivier's 39% from three. Now, granted, he's probably not taking as many. Um, but then Triple J 30%. You know, it's just Tyreek's 36. It's just, you know, it's just like they're 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 good. Um, but I don't think they're great. And then, you know, for when it comes tournament time, they're they're really gonna have to play. Like their their best ball, you meaning like in years past with some of our teams, we could get away with playing B ball, you know, our B B plus B minus and still winning. This team's got to play A level ball the whole time to to win. Exactly. There was one thing that I wanted to I wanted to read on here. So it was a tweet from Tennessee basketball after that Missouri loss, and they just said, "We know it's been a weird couple of weeks. Sports do really be like that sometimes." Last night's second half effort, that was Tennessee basketball. And the second half TBA atmosphere, that was what Vol Nation is all about. So stick with us, keep showing up, and we'll meet you there. Listen, I understand that like certain people run the social media accounts, you know, and it's not like the head coach is doing that. But I, I definitely feel as if this was kind of like, an admittance of, hey, we're, yeah, we're playing shitty. Like, hey, we're not up to the standard of what you guys expect and what you guys have brought to us with filling TBA, even after a Vandy loss, with filling TBA versus Alabama. But we will get there. We will catch you. You know what I mean? Like, fans, you're the one leading the charge, but we will catch you. And I just – I liked it. it. I started to read it and I was like, oh my God, here we go. Like, you know, coming up with kind of like an excuse as to like, hey, it's like weird, you know, like it's not on us. It's a crazy fluke thing. But then they finished it with like, listen, we're, we're you guys keep doing what you're doing. We're, we're going to get to you. We're going to get to where you're at. And I, yeah. I thought that was nice. I thought it was good. I thought, I thought it was kind of, because that's not like a typical tweet you see from a team account. Right. You know right. what I mean? So I do think there was some kind of input of like one coach, maybe Barnes, maybe players were like, hey, I, I just want to get the message across. Let's let them, let, let them know we appreciate them. Let them know we 
you know, we're sorry that we haven't held up our end of the bargain. Yeah, no, I agree with you. That's exactly. the same thing and as that, a play- that fires me up for this game because I think these guys are like we like we have to show out. Like we have to yeah. bring it back to the standard of what we expect. Like we won the SEC last year. Like what like why are we hold like we can't hold ourselves lower than that? We that's that is the standard now. So Butch, Butch Jones is coming out uh, from me again. I think that's like two weeks in a row. But you know, you know, you want to say one one volunteer nation, like one you know vol community. But it's like we're we're in it with them, and it's like they're not holding up their end of the bargain. Just like if you and I are playing golf and you're playing great, and I'm not, and we're losing, it's like, hey, I I, I got you. Like I'm sorry, I'm gonna pick it up this back nine. So yeah, it's a, you know. Sometimes, sometimes it, it's like, okay, I appreciate you saying that. Other times I'm like, I don't give a shit, asshole. Just start playing better. <laughs> Just do your damn job. Yeah. <laughs> you can't keep saying my fault nine times. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, my bad. My bad, bro. My bad. Yeah, it is yeah, your we know. We, yeah, we know. <laughs> we know. You have to tell us. We know. Yeah, exactly. Go balls, right, baby. Let's go. I'm go balls. Up, Let's freaking beat Bama's ass. I'm fired up. Let's do it. Hey, let's do it again. Did it in football. Let's do it in basketball. Let's go. All right. Great pod, bud. You too. All right. Thank you guys so much uh, for watching and listening. If you are watching, please like and subscribe. Hit that notification bell and leave a comment. We love the comments. Um, if you're just listening, rate and review, download, re-download, uh, give us five stars. Uh, that means a lot to us. Uh, if you want to follow us on social media at Believe in Tennessee for our main account, at rbacon26 for Reed, at Kyler Kerbison for myself on all social medias. We have merch right now. Uh, so how we doing, bud? T-shirts in orange and in white. Uh, so go ahead and grab those up. Um, and just really appreciate you guys. Uh, thank you for all your support. Um, you're the reason why this thing keeps going. So, uh, thank you so much. And as always, go balls. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.